Greetings and welcome back to TanakhStudy.com. My name is Yitzchak at Shalom. It's my pleasure and honor to study Sefer Divrei Hayamim with you, one chapter per podcast. And in today's podcast, we're looking at Divrei Hayamim Bet, Perak Dalad, continuing with the description of Shlomo's building of the Beit HaMikdash, um, beginning in the fourth year of his rule, uh, again from the perspective of Sefer Divrei Hayamim. He made the copper mizbeach. Esrim amma orkov, esrim amma rochbov, esra mot komato. Twenty by twenty by ten, much larger than the mizbeach that Moshe built. And here there's the first mention of the famous Yam Shel Shlomo, the big pool of water. Uh, it was not commanded in the Torah. Uh, and here it's referred to as Hayam, so the, the, the big one, the, the well-known one, uh, that was uh, of made of firm gold, meaning it was not uh, soldered together. Eser Bamami Sfato El Sfato, the diameter was ten amot, Agol Saviv, the whole thing was round, V'chamesh Ba'ama Komato, the whole thing was five high, meaning the pool part was high, five high. V'kav Shloshim Ba'ama Sovoto Saviv, and the circumference was thirty, and this, of course, leads to discussions about rabbinic pi being three, etc. Udmut b'karim tachat lo saviv saviv sovimoto. There's a play here with the word saviv, because the whole thing is, of course, round, that there are images of cattle. And this takes us back to what we talked about in the previous podcast about the kruvim. Uh, the images of cattle that are underneath the pool, uh, are going all the way around, eser ba'ama makifim etayam saviv. So they go all the way around the yam. Shnaim turim habakar yitzukim tsukatos. They're all formed of the same big block uh, of copper, uh, and uh, and uh, they are in two rows, as it were. Omeid al shtei masar bakar. The sea sits on twelve of these cattle. No, not real cattle, but bronze cattle. Shlosha ponim tzafonos, shlosha ponim yamos, shlosha ponim negbo, shlosha ponim mizracha. Three face north, three face west, three face south, and three face east. And the pool is on top of them. Their backs are all inwards, which means they're facing in such a way that you don't see the backside of the of the of the cattle. Of course, don't know how much of that was actually shaped in any way, but it has a kavod. We're not going to see that. It's a glory as proper respect and etiquette. Vovio tefach. When we go to the to the pool itself, the thickness of the wall was one tefach. Usfato kamasei svatkos, and the rim of it was like the rim of a cup. Perach shoshana, like a rose um, flower, meaning that um, the leaving in and out, sort of in a pleated fashion. Machazik batim shloshet alafim yachil. So the language here is poetic. It holds three thousand. Batim, a uh, a bat is the is a large uh, liquid measure that we have. So Chazal point out that elsewhere it says that it holds two thousand. So it says two thousand biavesh, two thousand belach. Vayas kiorim sara. Now remember, in the Torah we're commanded in, the, in Shemot Lamed to make a kior, a uh, laver or a sink for the kohanim to wash from. Here he made ten kiorim. He put five on the right side, five on the, on the left, meaning five on the, on, the, uh, on the right and the left of the entrance to the Mikdash. What, what are they going to wash there? Not going to wash their hands. They're going to wash the Ola, meaning the Korbanot, are going to be washed off with that water. 
But the big sea, the big yam that's uh, got the the big pool, <coughs> that's got the cattle on the images of the cattle under, that's used for washing the koanim's hands. That's the big kior. All right. And again, you read through the Torah and you find out about one menorah that's all zahav. You hear echoes of it, of course, in the famous Nivuan Zechariah Dalad. And here we find that he had, that he made ten menorot. Ten to the right and ten to the left. Of what? So it, either it means ten to the right, ten to the left of the side of the Hechal, or that it means that the original menorah is in its place on the south side, and to the left of it and to the right of it there are smaller menorot. Five on each side. And then he made it ten shulchanot. Remember, there's one shulchan we're commanded to have in the Mikdash. Again, five to the right, five to the left. So the way Chazal see it is that the shulchan is in the middle and there's five to the right, five to the left. It's machloket in which direction they were strung. Were they north, south, or east, west? Meantime, he made a hundred gold uh, collection tubes for collecting the dam from the korban. Vayas chatzar lakohanim made the courtyard of the kohanim. Vahazarag dola and the bigger azara. The chatzar kohanim is what we call ezrat kohanim, and the larger azara. Udelatot lazara del detem zipanachoshet. And there's walls that allow you into the azara to that courtyard, and they're all plated with with uh, with bronze. Vetayam atam miketafayim manit kedma mimul negba. So the big pool he placed on the right side to the east, which means closer to the entrance. Remember, you enter facing west. It's closer to the entrance, facing towards the south. Vayas Churam, and now it sounds like all of this has been done by Churam. I remember Churam is the uh, is the artisan uh, whose mother is from Dan, etc. Naftali and Malachim, it's a sirot v'tayayim. The sirot are the pots in which the meat from the korbanot is cooked. Hayayim, hayayim is really like a like a dustpan that gets that they use to sweep the things off the mizbeach. Vatamizrakot, which are the 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 tubes for collecting, and the glasses for collecting, the cups for collecting the dam. Vayechal churam lasot tamlachai. Completed everything. Asher asalam alos tomam v'taylohim. Everything that he made for Shlomo in the in the house of God. Amudim Shnaim made two pillars, Vagulot Vakotarota Rosh Amudim Shnaim. There were balls and top stones on, on top of each of the pillars. Vasvachot Shnaim Lachosot Echte Gulot Akotarota Shor Rosh Amudim. So there's a cover on top that covers up the, the balls that are the, on the top of these pillars. Vetaronim Arimonim Arbami Od Shtea Svachot. And there's 400 Rimonim images that are on top of each one of these that total 200 on each one of them. So again, they have these, these, um, these cover, the balls that are on top of the round t- tops of the Amudim are covered with all of these different covers, which include the, the, uh, small little Rimonim. Now we find that there is a mechona, which in modern Hebrew means a machine. Here it means, it comes from the word cane, which is the base for the labor. And the kirot, the ten kirot he made on top of these mechonot. There's one of those big yam with twelve cattle underneath it. 
summarizing. And the pots and the aim, the sweepers, the forks that are used for turning the korbanot over, and all of the kelim churam made for Shlomo in Hashem's house out of smooth and well worked over bronze. Where did the king uh, uh, forge all of these things? He forged them in the Yardane Valley. Which is actually on the east bank. And he made many, many kelim. There was no count even to how much bronze there was. Shlomo made all of the kelim. And the golden mizbeach. That's the one that goes inside. And the shulchanot, which have the lechem apanim. Now, what sounds from these psukim is as if there was lechem apanim on all ten shulchanot. That's of course not the way Chazal read it. And it was uh, firmly one single block of gold from which the menorot and their nerot, their candle holders, were made in order to burn burn the uh, the fire, the 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 light, uh, as it was done properly, the fnehat meaning facing towards the kodesh hakodeshim, va'perach va'nerot v'makachayim zahav. All of these uh, kelim and and uh, and uh, adornments of the menorah were all made out of gold. Hu michlot zah, hu michlot zahav. All made out of gold. All of the different kelim are made out of gold. And all of the doors going into the Kodesh Kodeshim and the door to go into the Kodesh are all made out of gold. Okay, what we're going to see in the next podcast is the, um, is the beginning of the celebration of the, of the, um, dedication of the Mikdash, and that will take us from Parakei through Parakvav. Uh, so the next couple of podcasts, we will make our way through the uh, completion of the Mikdash and the dedication ceremony. In the meantime, we'll stop here at the end of Parakdal and wish everybody a wonderful day.